This is New York Game Day, presented by Sansone Auto. Discover for yourself the S in Sansone Savings. Sansone Dodge Jeep Ram, Route 1 in Woodbridge, or SansoneJeep.net. Play Mohegan. Your favorite casino games are now in the palm of your hand. Visit MoheganSunCasino.com. Must be 21 or older to play. And by Corona, an official cerveza of the New York Jets. Welcome in. It is New York Game Day here on 98.7 ESPN. Week 13 of the NFL season. Amani Toomer joins me now. Good morning, Amani. How are you? Hello. Hi. Yes, yes. How you doing today? I'm great. I'm great. I hosted a, uh, a tree decorating party last night, so I wasn't sure. I thought maybe I'd be a little hungover today, but um, but I'm not. I I'm feeling I'm feeling good. I'm happy. I'm blessed. I have great friends and family, and my tree is decorated with all their love. And um, and here we are. Oh, week at your 30- house. Yeah. Oh, cool. Cool. Yeah. Uh, as as Tom How many people pointed, did you get in there? As as Tom pointed out, I probably violated a, a fire code. Uh-oh. Hopefully, all the all the firefighters out there that I play fantasy football with uh, can forgive me. But um, yeah, I had about thirty people in here. Mm-hmm. Thirty. Okay. Yeah, it was it was tight. It was tight. Not gonna lie, it was tight. But um, but a, a great night nonetheless. Happy holidays to everybody out there. It's my favorite time of the year, Thanksgiving, Christmas, New Year's. I love it. Um, and hey, uh, Tommy Cutlets was in town. Did you hear that? Tommy Cutlets was at Wicked Wolf last night. No, I did not hear that. Tommy yeah, Cutlets. another another appearance for Tommy Cutlets where thousands of people line the streets. Is this unbelievable? That's pretty unbelievable. That, that That's pretty crazy. I mean, but it just goes to show you how, you know, a local kid, um, doing well will all will just uh spark up uh, the neighborhood and how then the local um and like a local kid making it good with the giants it's just uh it's very it should happen more often than it does but because new jersey football is so good in terms of the high school but uh yeah it's good to, good to see great to hear all these good stories who would have thought at the beginning of the year that tommy cutlets would be uh drawing thousands of people uh to to line up around the block for him that's great it's i mean it's 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 borderline bizarre to me to be quite frank i mean i don't like the the number of people that are coming out to see him at the hoagie place um primo hoagies last night at wicked wolf i I mean like i I don't even think like garrett wilson would generate this type of um fan frenzy amani it's it's kind of nuts man it kind of is but you know when you get somebody at the quarterback position playing in their local town, starting, you know, and then it's like you, you, you struggle a little bit and then all of a sudden you start to see things open up a little bit more and more and there's an upward trajectory. I mean, everybody's already crazy about the Giants and let alone a local p- player does good. It's it's a great story and, uh, you know, he's living up to a hats off because there's a lot of people that, you know, coming in as a rookie would really just kind of, pee down their leg and not uh perform as well as he did so i'm I'm really excited for him um he's you know he could all end up having a real career off of this because it's not an easy thing to do nobody ever thought that he was a guy that would be regarded as a a viable starter coming into or a viable backup even uh coming into this season so what the, the progress that he's made is amazing and that's why people want to come out and see it it's a it's a local story people can reach out and touch him they say oh i know 
I know uh, Tommy, Tommy Cutlets from when you know. I like t- I like TD. I, I, I like that a little bit better than Tommy Cutlets because that's kind of a backhanded slap because of his mom makes the t- his, uh, his chicken cutlets every morning, uh, every night when he comes back home from practice. But uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I think TD would be much be better. Purdue Chicken, some kind of chicken company needs to grab a hold of him. I'll tell yeah. you that uh, yeah. right away. Uh, hashtag Run Don't Walk. If I was some chicken factory whatever yeah I'd be you don't know how long it's gonna last to his agent uh, let me ask you this do, do you think devito do you think he's a starter in the nfl I, I i don't with all due respect like you know i but i i think he could definitely be a serviceable backup here yeah, here I mean, in serv- new york we we all know over the last couple of years even going through this season there's so many backups that have you know played significant time and have kept their teams or gotten their teams onto a playoff track or kept them on a playoff track. So the the value in a backup quarterback in a league where they're getting more and more running quarterbacks, less and less pocket passers, it's going to be a necessity to have more than one, more than two quarterbacks on your roster that you don't have any uh, hiccup about asking them to get on the field and win you a ball game, and that's just gonna—that's the modern NFL, and it's gonna have to happen because, you know, you could have the best team in the league, like the Jets said they did in the beginning of the season, and four plays in, Aaron Rodgers snaps his Achilles, and you're gonna need somebody in there who you feel comfortable and confident that can run an offense, and and keep your offensive coordinator, uh, you know, being able to. Uh, run being able to call plays and create strategies for your team to win that's just it's the modern nfl it has to happen uh he's a money tumor i need a marks uh mike tannenbaum is going to be joining us uh on the show as well this is new york game day brought to you by bud light sunday's chore loading bud light in the fridge it's football time bud light easy to enjoy bud light is the official beer of the nfl so make sure you enjoy responsibly all right we come back uh again and by the way Amani. Giants on a bye week thirteen. Mm-hmm. It's kind of kind of late to have a bye. No, I, like it just doesn't feel right. And th- there's a number of teams on a bye this week. Yeah, I, I don't like the late bye, and I mm-hmm. don't like the early bye. I like it right in between because like week eight, right? Yeah, week eight, week nine now because of the extra game. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, I, I just feel like even week seven, I think it's too early because then you're looking at a a, a, a block of games, a ten block of games. That's just. <laughs> Or 11 or 12 blocks. That's just, uh, that's a lot of concentration and focus without a little bit of uh, taking your foot off the accelerator. It's, it's hard to do. It's definitely hard to do. And for them to be, you know, four and, four and eight is, you know, not great. But to win two in a row definitely is making this season uh, more palatable. Uh, so Giants on a bye, hence why uh, Tommy Cutlass is making his tour around New Jersey. Uh, whether it's a bar in Hoboken or a sub shop somewhere else. Uh, but you've got the Jets in action today. Uh, weather conditions, uh, not nice. Uh, rainy, wind gusts up to 20 miles an hour. Going up against the uh, the Atlanta Falcons, who are in town. And right now, uh, that spread, Atlanta is favored by two. Of course, Tim Boyle going to get the start for the Jets. The over-under now is at 33. So really interesting, Amani. This opened up at 34. It jumped down to 33 and a half. It's now down to 33. 33. This is, this is an all-time low. 
of of a total in the history of the NFL. Uh, just to, goes to show you the uh, mediocrity of the football play we're seeing this season in the NFL. Uh, just to quote the uh, the wonderful Tom Brady. Tommy, <clears throat> anyway, terrific. Yeah. Uh, anyway, when we get back, uh, we'll do we'll do a deep dive into the Jets. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Now, back to New York Game Day with Amani Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum, and Anita Marks. So he was cleared for, like I said, when, once the doctors cleared him for the next step in his rehab. And look, we're, we're, in, a, we're in a position, uh, not to get too technical for everyone, but you're allowed a certain amount of IR designation to returns every year. And we're in a position where we've got a few extras, a few that we won't use at all. So it doesn't harm the, ro- it doesn't do anything to us roster-wise. We don't have to cut anyone. We don't have to move anyone to the side. And so the technicality, not to get too specific for everyone, but I will, the technicality is he's either doing everything he's cleared for off to the side, as you guys know it on field three, or he's doing everything that he's cleared for so instead of with his team and with his teammates so instead of throwing to a strength and conditioning coach he can throw to his teammates that's the only difference uh that is uh, of course robert sala head coach of the jets explaining what's going on with uh, with aaron Rodgers. uh p joe and ira hang tight we're gonna get your calls in just a second uh, amani here's what i don't understand i talked about this yesterday on my show um and again i'm i'm not an orthopedic although I've had seven knee surgeries, nothing in regard to an Achilles or a foot. But from what I understand, a tendon doesn't have a lot of elasticity. So it's really important that he doesn't stretch it out or injure this further. The FPI only gives the Jets a 1% chance of making it to the postseason. So why even risk anything even practicing Amani? For what? Yeah, maybe after listening to Robert Sala right there, maybe they're just trying to get him ready for next year. Maybe it's just a rehab thing to see how he can come along and, and, and slowly and very gradually uh, put him back on, get him back into the, to the lifestyle or the, you know, going into meetings, going out to practice, rehabbing, just getting back in the flow of football. Because when you're on IR, you're basically an off season when everybody else is going and you, it feels really lonely to be, uh, on IR because you don't have a chance to go to the meetings, go to the practices. Uh, so maybe now they allow you to go to practices. They allow you to do a lot more on IR and come back and be more a part of the team. I, I think that that's a good thing for the player's mental health. But uh, if that raises any expectation of him actually coming back this season, uh, I would definitely caution him about getting hit you know, even in those stills that, even in those little clips that they showed, he was walking very gingerly. He was taking his time. There was nobody by him, 
So uh, it's got to be a scary thing that you have to get over the mental issue of knowing that from one minute to the next, your Achilles snaps. Uh, it's it's got to be a very uh, stop thinking very mentally that you have a mental hurdle that you're going to have to get over. Maybe this is just in the in anticipation of him trying to get over that mental hurdle of being able to trust his Achilles again and push off of it with all the might that he can that he needs to to throw a ball effectively uh, in the NFL. You know, I understand that, but you know, there's there's so much talk of, you know, and and, and he hasn't, um, you know, said that. I, I guess the expectation here is he's doing this to try to come back. He, yeah, you know, that's what that's what's being reported, right? And and yeah. he's not shutting that down. So there's some talk and speculation that. Uh, the egomaniac in Aaron Rodgers wants to do something that is, you know, has been humanly impossible um, on this planet. And that is to come back from an, from an Achilles tear and repair in less than five months. Yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I think the risk reward for that in regard to how good this team could be next. And if there's any truth to that, I think the risk reward in regard to just how good this Jets team could be next year, I think would be foolish. Yeah, if he ends up having a setback right now and having to miss next year, oh. that that's the worst case scenario. So I don't see him getting back. I think it's just to try to get him comfortable, get him in the groove, get him kind of, you know, like I said, living the lifestyle. I don't think he's going to get back on the field. Uh, I remember you, back in the early uh, was it the it was in the two, early two thousands or no? I think it was the late nineties. Jerry Rice blew out his knee and he tried to come back with like 10 mm-hmm. weeks into the I season. That. Yeah, when, remember when he caught that touchdown everybody was great. Next thing you know, oh Jerry Rice is out again. He now he tore his his patella, his uh, his kneecap. So I think there are players that try to force themselves that think that they're not human and but gets brought back down to reality really quickly. I I just don't see it happening. And um you know, I've known a lot of better athletes in terms of physical better physically better athletes, I'm not talking about quarterbacks, I'm talking about a physical athlete that wasn't able to come back. Uh it took them a year plus for them to come back as strong as they they were before. So it's not a situation where I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be uh changing any you know, changing the the, the sports science anytime soon. 800-919-3776. We're going to get your calls in just a second. I want to remind you, the Michael K. Holiday Party returns on Friday, oh, yeah. December 8th at your mother's house. And like, not your mother's house, but in Garden City Park, oh, Long I Island. I my mama. No, no I wasn't. <laughs> uh, special guest, Wally Z. Amani Toomer. Amani's going to be there. Rick DiPietro. By the way, Amani. Ooh, wait. I want to look and see. So um, yesterday on my Saturday show, I threw out the challenge right where uh you and i so first of all rick dipietro and dave rothenberg talk a lot of smack on their show in regard to how they're the best pickleballers uh at uh, at 98.7 espn right and of course we know that's not true so um so we put out on our 98.7 espn um uh twitter site okay uh we have a poll out there and yeah and i believe the poll is still up by the way who would win at pickleball, Anita and Amani or Rick and Dave? We've got almost 500 votes, and right now you and I are up at 54%. Only 54%? I'm going to screenshot this and send this to you oh so that you goodness. can take so that you can take this to the holiday party. Um, I, I I need you to I need you to ruffle Rick DiPietro's feathers to to make this happen. I know Rick, yeah, he probably has some good hand-eye coordination being a hockey player and all that stuff, but Dave, come on. 
Dave, are you kidding me? I just Man. sent it to you. I just sent you the, the screenshot. So I, yeah. I, I need you. I need you to like really make this happen with Rick. Uh, increase your chances of winning one of the holiday gift I giveaways. This. 46%. That is. Man. No, we are. We are there. We are. We have 54%. I we know, but they got. I'm, 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 I know we got forty. I know we we should win it, but I mean the poll. But forty six percent for Dave and Rick. Did they know Dave is on the team? It's <laughs> not just Rick. Dave is on there too. <laughs> that he's just not coaching. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> We're gonna hit uh, the ball to Dave every time. Here's here's the thing. I know I got to let me get through this read really quick. Okay. Uh, giveaways bringing up three toys for donations. Mark your event calendars. Get ready to spend some cheer at the Michael K. Holiday Party Friday, December eighth, at your mother's house in Garden City Park, Long Island. Brought to you by Momentum Solar, the New York Islanders, Jake's Fifty Eight Casino Hotel, Yingling Traditional Lager and Flight by Yingling, the perfect beers for the holiday season. Security Dodge. Visit securitydodge.com and come get some selection. Come get some and benefiting the Garden of Dreams Foundation. Okay. Um, so with that being said, you're so funny. With that being said, here here's the thing. Dave and I have played pickle before. Mm-hmm. You and you and Rick have not. But I've played it, before. Well, but not a lot. No. Right. Like three or four times. Okay. Well, if you've played three or four times, we're gonna we're gonna crush them. We're yeah. going to crush them. But here's the thing. I, I, I'd like, 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 first of all, we need to get them on board and, and I can make this a huge event. I could get sponsors involved. We'll get people out there. I think we can do it at center court out there in Chatham. Like I, I, I we, we can make this a big thing, Amani. I, I, I need you to, I need you to make this happen. I mean, that's I could definitely, that's I your homework. That's it's your homework, homework at the Michael that, man, K. Christmas party. I, I'm still, I'm really offended at our callers that they don't understand <laughs> that there's levels to this game. You can't just say, "Oh, I'm I'm Dave and I'm a guy that I could that, that I and, and I'm a pickleballer," or I'm gonna tr- go up against some professional athletes and Anita and myself and think that you're gonna they're gonna do well. I mean, Rick, uh, he's kind of like the, you know, he he's the. But he's equalizer. never played, so it's going to be tough for him. But, you know, he's probably going to step in the kitchen at least a hundred times. He's probably going to serve overhand. He's probably going to hit the ball without letting it bounce on the return. Like, like you know, if you if you haven't played and you don't know the nuances of the of the rules, you know, you're you're kind of you're behind the eight ball for the the first few games, mm-hmm. as you would know if you've played three or four times. Yeah, yeah, but. Anyway, enough about that. I need that's your homework for the Michael K holiday party. I need gotcha. you to make this happen and I'm good and I'm going to blow it up. I'm going to make it real big. Yeah, uh, let's gonna, go to I'm gonna print out this screenshot and I'm going to be like this is offensive right here. There you go. I'm let's go to Absolutely. let's go to Ira in Staten Island. Ira, welcome in. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Anita Armani. Boy, I would love to see you guys go up against David. Exactly. That, that, see, that, that, Ira, you'd come was, out. You would come out to watch this, right? A hundred percent, hundred percent. I'd love to see that. That would be mm-hmm. great. So, so listen. Getting to this game today, <clears throat> you know, you got Ritter, you got Boro. You know what the deal is. Both teams are going to run the ball. You know, you know the stats. Jets thirty first. Uh, Falcons what fourth for running the ball. To me, it's whichever quarterback makes the most mistakes, like in most games. But the weather's going to be foul. The one thing that I have to say about this game. Salah, from November out in the last two years, his record, I believe, is 2-11. and 11. 
and they were in playoff contention entering end of October, beginning of November. I understand the quarterback thing. Aaron Rodgers, the risk-reward, you know, it's great. The motivation is great. Let me see you back in August. Don't play anymore this year. But if the Jets are going to win a game this year, this is the game they got to win. I'm so afraid if they lose this game, morale's going to go down, and you can really start to make the case that they're going to lose out. And that's the worst-case scenario because there's going to be too many question marks, and you never know how Woody's going to react. Wait, Ira, did you just say morale's going to go down? You don't think morale is already down, Ira? Oh, of course it's down, but I think the locker room is still, I think the locker room's still together. If they lose this game today and Aaron Rodgers says, I'm, I'm, you know, that, that's it, I think the, the, the finger pointing is going to start. So, you know, we hold teams to 10 points and you can't get a field goal for us. So, listen, go out there. We'll win a football game today and, and, and let everybody feel good at least for a week. Um, do I believe they could do it? I, I, I don't know because I, I, if this defense is cracked up to what they should be, Salah should load the box, put eight, nine men in the box, Trust his corners and let Ritter go beat you. You do the same thing to the Falcons that every team has done to you all 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 year, and then maybe you have a chance to win this game. Uh, Ira, thanks for the phone call. Amani, your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's going to have. They're, they're, this is a big game for the Jets. Um, I just feel like just like just like Ira said, to go down to the the Falcons, a, a very beatable team. When you're on your way down, you're trying to figure out somebody who you can latch on to and kind of beat and kind of just you know, right your ship with any time a type of thing. But So if they come in today and the Falcons give them that opportunity or they take the opportunity away from the Falcons to right the ship, absolutely. This is a game that they need to win for the morale. You know, Then they'll even breathe more life into their possibilities of making the playoffs, even though they're 1% chance. But still, it's still a chance. So... You know, I, I know what it's like when you have a chance going into the last couple of weeks, as opposed to knowing that your season is going to be over. It's an entirely different way to prepare. It's harder mentally. So for them mentally, for the entire organization mentally, they need to stay in this race as long as they possibly can. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, back to New York Game Day with Amani Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum, and Anita Marks. Welcome back. New York Game Day on 98.7 ESPN, brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer of the NFL. So make sure you enjoy responsibly. Mike Rothstein, who does a great job covering the Atlanta Falcons for ESPN, was kind enough to join me on my program yesterday. So I thought it'd be great to replay that conversation for you, doing a deep dive into what's going on with the Atlanta Falcons, what Jets fans can expect from them this afternoon. And his report brought to you by Samsung Auto Mall, 10 top brands, over 200 vehicles, one place, Samsung Auto Mall in Woodbridge. My first question, of course, to Mike was uh, this weather and the weather conditions we're expecting today with that, what can we expect from the Atlanta Falcons and how they are going to uh, address this matchup against the Jets? Let's listen in. 
I shouldn't, and, and I say that because this is a team that really would like to run the ball and would really like to run the ball a lot. And as we know, the Jets, probably if there's one real fault of their defense, it is that they give up a ton of rushing yards, and they're not a good run defense. So one would think that this could play really well into Atlanta's thought process as long as they're able to establish that run with Dejon Robinson, with Tyler Algier, with Cordero Patterson. Now, if they're all of a sudden behind, they're now in a, put in a position where they're going to have to throw the ball a bit, that's when it can really maybe get dicey for Atlanta. Not that they don't think Desert Mitter can't do it, but that puts them more in a situation of potential turnovers, and that puts them in a situation where they have to rely on people, and it's gonna, that could get a little bit tricky. But if they can put themselves in a spot where they can run the ball, which is really what they did against the Saints last week, what they've done in a lot of their wins, then they could end up being in a really good spot no matter what the weather looks like. Yeah, one thing we've seen is teams run the football a lot against the Jets because that's where they find success. Hard to pass on the Jets. Easy, not easy, but... You know, they're, they're giving up a ton of yards. We saw what happened against Miami last week. Uh, what can we expect from this Atlanta Falcons offensive line and Bijan Robinson tomorrow against the Jets? How much success do you think that they will have? Well, I mean, again, the Jets are not a very good run defense team. Atlanta's found ways to be a very good rushing offense. Their offensive line is a very good run-blocking unit. Not so much against the pass, but they have Bajon Robinson. Bajon Robinson is an excellent runner. He's very slippery. He is very similar to, you know, people don't like when I make the comparison to Barry Sanders to LaDainian Tomlinson and how he moves, but he's had many conversations with LaDainian Tomlinson, who's become somewhat of a kind of a mentor to Bajon Robinson. But go if you go watch the uh, Barry Sanders documentary, you watch Barry Sanders run, and you see shades of what John Robinson does in Barry Sanders. Now, I'm not saying that the two are uh, that, the same player. I'm not saying that, but he is just such a different back than what they get from Tyler Algier or Cordero Patterson, both of whom are more, uh, they're going to run into and try to run over you, where Bajon's going to try and, like, duke, spin, catch the ball behind his back and kind of, almost look like a point guard, you know, kind of doing a, a killer crossover type of maneuver, and that's really the type of rusher that you get. And it's a really good balance for them because they can interchange those guys and create havoc for how they run as uh, well as how many times they run. So I was on uh, ESPN Bet this morning. We had a special show at 11 a.m. My best bet was Bijan Robinson over 59 and a half rushing yards uh, in this game. Uh, the last two weeks, we've really seen his volume tick up a bit. Was, do you feel that this was strategic with with Arthur Smith in regard to, you know, a lot of times rookies come in, especially running backs, they're used a lot early on in the season, and then they hit that rookie wall where uh, do you feel that this was strategic in regard to ramping Robinson up as the season progressed? Yeah, I mean, that was what they have said over and over again. Arthur, I've asked Arthur Smith about that multiple times because for about a month, wherever you turned on our network and really anywhere else, a lot of the conversation was about Bajon Robinson's usage. And it was kind of an interesting question because he was being used a lot, just not how a lot of people expected. 
I mean, you got to remember, he's still uh, he's either first or second right now among running backs in routes run. So they're running him. They're running him a lot on routes as a receiver. He's had like at least five targets a game for I think the last five or six games now. There might be one game in there where he didn't. But he, they're using him all over the place. But in terms of running the ball, Arthur Smith has said the one thing he did not anticipate with Bijan Robinson was that he would not hit a rookie wall, that he'd be able to handle so much of what they threw at him. And in large part, that's why they handled him the way they did early on, because they wanted him to be fresh at this point in the season. And they didn't know what to expect, like any rookie. And what they learned as they kind of got going was, oh, wow, he can handle a whole bunch, and he's built like that. For New York people, you know, he's built in a lot of ways a little bit like Saquon Barkley. Like, he's just really, like, he's a very in-shape guy, you know? Like, you sit there and you say, okay, and he can handle those things. I've talked to Bajan a lot about this throughout the course of the season, and he said, you know, I'm learning how to run routes. That's not something I had to do with Texas necessarily, but I can handle whatever they give me. And we started to see that more and more, and, and Arthur Smith has said that really going forward, John Robinson is going to be, quote, a huge part of the game plan. And he has shown that, I think, over the last, I would say, two to three games, that that is the case. And there's one major difference, Anita, is this. They're using them more in the red zone now the last couple of games than they had earlier in the season. That was, of all of the criticisms of his usage, that was the one that I agreed with the most from analysts, from fans, was that his red zone usage wasn't high because everything else, he was actually touching the ball or having about you know anywhere from 18 to 21, 22 opportunities most weeks between targets and carries. It just wasn't what people necessarily thought because they weren't necessarily using him a lot in the red zone. That now has changed. Uh, do you feel that if, if the Atlanta Falcons don't win this division, that Arthur Smith is fired? No. I, now, see, that's such a tough question, and I say that because there's so much that can go into that. They're in a really good spot right now, uh, but they, you got to remember, this first two years for this team – that Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot were, were running the show, they were really severely put in a tough position because they had to get out of maybe one of the worst cast situations in the NFL, if not the worst. They've done that. And this year always, to me, felt like the first year you could really judge it. Now, if they say they lose out, right, or say they win one game the rest of the way, let's just for arguments, then I think it's a real interesting conversation. But – Let's just, for argument's sake, say they go, they're five and six right now. Say they end up at eight and nine, but they lose the division on a, like a second tie break or something like that. I can't, I can't see them moving on from him at that point. I, to me, the only way at this point that it would happen would be if they completely unravel and, and fall apart. And there's been no signs of that happening because, Anita, the other part of this for Atlanta is. They only have one team right now on their schedule the rest of the way that's over 500, and that's Indianapolis, who has really been hovering around 500. Every other team they're playing is below 500, and also they have three division opponents left. So everything still is very much in front of them, and they should be in a position to re- – they control their – I hate this cliche, but they control their own destiny right now because you win those three games against your divisional teams, you're probably winning this division. Uh, but I, I don't see them moving on from him unless – 
it completely and totally falls apart. Mike, last question for you. Uh, it's two parts. Number one, uh, not that Tim Boyle is scaring anyone offensively, uh, but there's also <laughs> Brees Hall. Um, defensively, how do you think this Atlanta Falcons defense matches up to the Jets? And uh, what's your game script here? Who wins? H- how does this all, uh, un- you know, uh, play out tomorrow? Yeah, I mean, listen, this this Falcons team now is a different defensive coordinator with Team Deep instead of Ryan Nielsen. It's one of the few teams that has actually seen Tim Boyle and played against him because he was the starting quarterback of the Lions back in 2021 when they played. And Tim Boyle almost beat him. Tim Boyle threw an interception on a potential game-winning drive late in that game. So they know what to expect and maybe not expect from Tim Boyle. That said, I expect the Jets to run the ball maybe as much as the Falcons do. I'm kind of hoping for it because that might mean this game ends in like two and a half hours. But I would imagine they're going to focus very heavily on Brees Hall, Dalvin Cook. I know he hasn't gotten a ton of run in Israel. So I'll be very curious to see how they handle that. But I would imagine they're focused on that. They're going to watch Garrett Wilson a lot. And that's going to be their game plan. They, they've really struggled defensively yardage-wise the last four games. They've given up at least 350 yards in each of the last four games. But last week against the Saints, they gave up 444 yards and no touchdowns. So they've been very good in the red zone. I imagine you're going to see a very large emphasis on stopping Brees Hall, on making Tim Boyle have to make plays. And listen, if Tim Boyle makes plays and beats you, I mean – that would be the first time that's happened in his career. So I, I think you have to, you would at that point tip your cap. But to me, I think they're going to very largely focus on trying to make Tim, put the ball in Tim Boyle's hand with the game or even a quarter or a half on the line. Again, that's Mike Rothstein uh, covering the Atlanta Falcons for ESPN. Uh, great to have that type of insight so Jets fans know what to expect. Uh, from the Atlanta Falcons later on this afternoon. His report brought to you by Sansone Auto Mall. Make your best deal right now at Sansone Auto Mall and tell them Bart Scott sent you. Uh, take an extra $1,000 off your best deal. If you mention Bart Scott, how great is that? Call 1-800-SANSONE today. We get back, we'll have Amani's keys to victory. Now, back to New York game day with Amani Toomer, Mike Tannenbaum, and Anita Marks. All right, it is now time for Amani's Keys to Victory, brought to you by Infinity.com. Get ready for Amani's Keys to Victory. That's right. Amani, what you got? We, we've, uh, you know, obviously we haven't heard from Rich Simini yet. He's coming mm-hmm. up this hour mm-hmm. or the next hour. Um, but, you know, based on what you know with the Jets, what you just heard from Mike Rothstein, uh, what are your keys to victory for the Jets to upset the Atlanta Falcons today? Well, after listening to Mike Rothstein in the interview, it sounds like Mike is thinking that the Atlanta Falcons are going to unleash Bijan Robinson. Bijan Robinson. I feel like that's the biggest thing today. This defense claims it's going to be the 85 Bears. We talked about it time and time again. And now they're going to have a chance to show how good they can stop the run because this year they are 31st in the league versus the run, which is something that shocked me reading that. And is very surprising. Uh, they're they're much better. They're number four. They're number four versus the pass. Uh, but uh, still, they, that's uh, no. Yeah, they're number. No, they're yeah. They're number. No, wait. They're 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 number four versus the pass. So they're that's one of the things that they're they're good at. But still, 
They need to figure out a way to stop the run. You can't stop the run in this league. It's going to be a long day, especially when the weather is the way it is today. This is going to be something that's uh, um, that's that's going to be very, very, very tough for them to to overcome. Um, you know, they're number 27 for us to pass. Sorry about that. Um, anyway, also, Zach Wilson's going to have to have a much better game. He's going to have to be the reason why. He's going to have to outplay Desmond Ritter. Both quarterbacks have turnover prone. Um, Desmond Ritter has, um, I think he has seven turnovers. Um, uh, and I know Zach Wilson has, has, uh, has six, but still, this is going to be a game where the turnover differential is going to be, um, the turnover differential is going to be very, very great. Um, so that's that's going to be a great uh, factor in who is going to end up winning this game, and uh, I think the, the 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 defense of the of the uh, the Jets the pass rush, I think that's going to be a factor in and how they're going to affect Desmond Ritter. But I think those two things are what I'm looking at. I'm really looking at how they're going to how the Jets are going to stop Bijan Robinson, and also how uh, Zach Wilson is going to outplay. Uh, Desmond Ritter. Those are the two main factors that I have, um, and because the turnover differential is going to be a, a big factor in that. Falcons this season are minus six, uh, which is a great turnover differential. That's why they're still in the hunt at five and six. And you have the Jets who have a minus one, meaning they are doing pretty well, but not enough to get them out of the four and seven. Again, that's Amani's Keys to Victory, brought to you by Infinity.com. Discover more about the luxury and performance of an Infinity QX60 crossover at InfinityUSA.com or visit your local Infinity dealer today. Also, this portion of the show brought to you by Bud Light. Sunday's chore, load Bud Light in the fridge. It's football time. Bud Light, easy to enjoy. Bud Light is the official beer of the NFL, so make sure you enjoy responsibly. And again, as, as I mentioned uh, with Mike, my best bet on uh, on ESPN Bet this week is Bijan Robinson over 58 and a half rushing yards. I like um, that. One. Yeah, because uh might might be might be one of my locks of the week. Might be. Should I've got be. a lot of plays that I've got a lot of plays I like this week. If I got could a lot get a request like in there, I think that should be in there. absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at these Jets defensive numbers and wow, it is it's shocking how bad this defense has been. Uh they're number 31st versus the run and number 27 versus the pass putting them overall and they're scoring at 30 so this defense is struggling it has nothing to do with Aaron Rodgers not being on the field it has everything to do with the fact that they are not getting off the field on third downs man this is it's surprising there's a lot you know you 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 know the old saying is you got to you know don't sing it bring it Uh, they've been doing a lot of singing in the beginning of this year and they haven't been bringing a lot Uh, let's go to our calls we've got Tommy calling in from Connecticut Tommy good morning welcome in welcome in New York game day Anita, Amani, good to talk to you guys. All hey, right. Amani, real, real quick, I just want to thank you for one of my favorite football memories of all time. The first time I ever went to Giant Stadium, you caught a game-winning touchdown pass to upset the undefeated Broncos in 98. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was a great awesome. day. That was uh, It was cold, but it was good. I don't remember uh, how cold it is. I just remember the touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hey, uh, uh, just wanted to get your take on uh, – there was a couple fines levied on some of the Giants players. Okay. Uh, Carter Coughlin for like a hard hit mm-hmm. on a kickoff coverage, and uh, uh, for Xavier McKinney taking off his helmet at the end of the game. Yeah. What do you think about that? I mean, 
Well, I mean, I'm the sure rules are on the book. Right I know John Runyon, who is the guy who levies all these fines for the NFL, is a Michigan guy who I went to college with for four years, and he's, you know, he's by the book, dude. He, you know, they ask him, he does what the league tells him to do. This is what the league wants. Um, he's not making anything up. I think it's just these are the rules of the modern NFL. Um, hitting too hard, I have a problem with those because I remember growing up in the, you know, the 80s, 90s, as a young kid, you know, we'd get those uh, those those videos, the hard not the crunch videos that when they'd show people getting, you know, hit really hard. And they had these other, you know, the, the whole with Keyshawn, they had the jacked up thing, whatever. I think that it's part of the game. I understand you want to keep it safe, but there's a difference between keeping the game safe and slowing the game down. Because sometimes I'm watching these quarterbacks and they are faking like they're going to go down, and then they're getting an extra yard or running out of bounds. I think that kind of cheats the game. So I feel like if you're going to slow it down, you got to slow it down for everybody. I don't like the, the hard hit ones because it, these are – when you're hitting somebody, like you, you don't have really time. You get in the position and you just kind of launch yourself. You don't really have time to know where you're going to hit that person or how hard it's going to be or what area. So I feel like in the NFL there's a lot of play, a lot of uh, people making decisions, not John Runyon, but in the, but telling him what to do and how to mandate stuff out of the league that he, you know, that that being on the field, you just it's they're bang bang plays. I know going I remember trying to block a couple of people when I was playing and you know, I didn't try to hold them, but at the end of the day, I'm grabbing them in places I didn't want to grab them. So it's just, you know, you just you just grab whatever you can. And I, I feel like these are the type, type of uh, plays that really make it hard uh, for players to play. But, I mean, the money's up higher, so I guess that they should be should play a little bit different than in my day. But it's just it seems a little hard trying to take out some of these hard hits. Yeah, I, I mean, listen, I, I hear you, and, you know, you, you make an excellent point, right? Like, because now you've got a lot more scrambling mindset quarterbacks like a Josh Allen, like a Lamar Jackson, and you're right. You you know, they're heading towards the sideline, and all of a sudden they decide to stay in for an extra three yards before they go out, right? And, yeah. and you almost got to make so, a business decision. You know, they're not, they're, not, they're not totally committed to stepping out. With, well, if they're going to do that, they're open to getting hit because three, one yard means the difference of, of moving the chains. Absolutely. It's a game of inches, and you're giving away inches exactly. because you don't want to hit the quarterback exactly. too hard. Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, you're absolutely right. 800-919-3776 is the phone number. We come back. We kick off hour number two of New York game day. Mike Tannenbaum will be joining us from Bristol, Connecticut. Uh, he's uh, he's definitely he's making that paper uh, doing Sports Center, and then, of course, jumping on with us. We'll hear from Rich Samini coming your way in about 30 minutes as well, and we'll continue with your calls. 800-919-3776. We'll be right back right here on 98.7 ESPN. This is New York Game Day, presented by Sansone Auto. Discover for yourself the S in Sansone Savings. Sansone Dodge Jeep Ram Route 1 in Woodbridge or SansoneJeep.net. Play Mohegan. Your favorite casino games are now in the palm of your hand. Visit MoheganSunCasino.com. Must be 21 or older to play. And by Corona, an official cerveza of the New York Jets.